Welcome to Get On The Mend from Texas Tech University Health Sciences Center. I'm your host, Melissa Whitfield. We want you to get healthy and stay healthy. So with evidence-based advice from physicians, healthcare providers, and researchers, take charge of your health. This month, we've done additional episodes which will hopefully answer any questions you might have about COVID-19 and the new vaccines. Chair of Family Medicine and Chief Health Officer at Texas Tech University Health Sciences Center and Lubbock Health Authority, Dr. Ron Cook, is the guest for this episode. He tells us how to plan a safe holiday gathering so you and your friends and family can stay healthy. Dr. Ron Cook, thank you so much for coming on our podcast Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do at the Health Sciences Center? You bet. Thanks, Melissa, for this opportunity. At the Health Sciences Center, I'm the chair of family medicine. I'm also the chief health officer for the Health Sciences Center, and I am the health authority for the city of Lubbock. I've been doing that since, I think, 2012. Well, thanks for coming on and for helping us plan to celebrate a safe holiday gathering, Christmas (laughs) celebration. With the high number of COVID-19 cases, it feels like if we haven't had COVID, we're going to get it. Um, I think people are just tired of isolating and may just give into that. Why should we limit our socializing and forego our usual holiday parties? Great question. Melissa, it's been a long 11 months. I think if we, we really kind of started all this in February. So It's been a long 10 or 11 months, kind of depending on where you start counting. You know, and we shut down. People were very good about staying home. We're all pretty nervous about the virus. And and yeah, we're tired of isolating. We're tired of not getting back to our normal routine daily things, seeing people hugging friends, hugging our families, seeing our moms and dads and having birthday parties. And now we've kind of gone through Thanksgiving and Now, Christmas is coming, and so we're not out of the woods yet, as I think anybody can see from our our current hospital numbers. Yesterday, we had almost another 600 positive. Uh, We did have more hospital beds available, but if you look at the numbers on the website, our ICUs are still full. The hospital COVID numbers are coming down just a little bit, but not in the ICUs. Our ICUs are still at 90 plus percent capacity. So that's why we need to limit our exposure, potential for exposure. I know Christmas is coming. I think a lot of people heard the messaging around Thanksgiving about uh, being careful, make sure you stay in small groups. Uh, And you can still have social functions like we did. I, I described our party where we had food set up in the garage and we had tables set up by family units, no greater than 10 people total at the party. And we were able to do it. And and what day in Lubbock can you actually have two outdoor gatherings in the same day and and it'd be comfortable. Now, Christmas is coming, so it's gonna be a little cooler, Uh, but I'd still recommend that we don't get in big groups, that we still keep our social distancing. I would recommend that we don't gather in people that are not within our own household. That's hard to hear. But one more vac- one more holiday, and then most of the vaccine's going to be out, and then we can get back to normal. But right now, we still have to maintain that social distancing. That's not fun to hear. 
have you seen that the numbers increase after a holiday? I think we saw a bump. Our hospital numbers did go up, and therefore, while we did see quite a few positive results come back on people, Texas Tech closed, and some of the colleges and other universities closed, and I think those people disseminated to their own hometowns just prior to Thanksgiving. And so I think our testing numbers are down, but our positive numbers are still, they're coming down. Uh, and our hospital numbers are coming down. Like I said before, ICUs are full. I think we're going to see that bump back up again after Christmas. But as more vaccine becomes rolled out, I think our numbers are really going to start to fall. Can you describe what you did at Thanksgiving to make your celebration safe? Sure. So I described a scenario where there were nine of us that got together. My sister-in-law and her family of three, me and my wife, and one of my sons and his wife. The other son was out of town. And so what we did was we set up food in the garage at a table. There was hand sanitizer at the beginning at where the plates were. And then each family was separated appropriately distanced. We sat outside on our card tables, but we set up appropriately distance. And then each person could go up to the buffet table, if you want to call it that, sanitized your hands and then went down the line and you went and sat down at, at your assigned seat. And then the next person got up and did the same thing. And it was fine. We could still talk and have great conversations and fun and but we were socially distanced and we still got to eat and we brought food. Each family brought food to put at the table. And so it was, it was all okay. It was just fine. Nobody got sick. Now with the vaccine, if someone's had the vaccine, Mm -hmm. if someone's been vaccinated, do they still need to do a socially distance? Yes, we do. Because number one, we have to get about, 80% of the population vaccinated before we're truly, truly safe and get herd immunity. So, and what that means is the entire herd is vaccinated. Then some stray person comes in who's never been vaccinated or may have the virus. And then if you have 80% of that herd vaccinated, there are 20% that are not. Hopefully that none of those 20% by the pure numbers, eight to two ratio, won't get infected. But if they do get infected, they're not going to spread it. The likelihood of spreading it to somebody else, you know, after that, in a second infection is very, very low. That's herd immunity. So we got to get to that. The other part of that question is, and we don't know the answer. So we know that it's about 95, 94 to 95% effective at preventing you getting serious disease from the infection. What we don't know exactly yet is if if the vaccine prevents you actually getting the infection. In other words, we get the infection, but our immune system has seen it because of the vaccine and it kills the virus or prevents you from getting sick. What we don't know is if it it can live in your nose or in your mouth, or but it's at a, such a low level that it, it can't spread to the rest of your body and get you infected or cause serious disease. That's what we don't know yet. And those are the studies that are ongoing. In other words, you can have a little bit. Think about it as you've got a little dirt on your face, but you're not going to take a bath till later. So that's when you wash it off. We don't know how long that will last or if the, the vaccine actually kills 
the virus as soon as it hits your mucous membranes. So you could have it on your mucous membranes, but it may not be able to spread or replicate. And if you have it on your mucous membrane, say in your nose, could you give, you're protected because it's not going anywhere in your body, but could I give it to somebody else? That's what we don't know yet. So all the more reason we must continue to mask and socially distance and, and, and get the vaccine until we really have this disease knocked down. Does that make sense? Is that kind of hard to? No, yes, that's, that makes sense. Okay, now to the important questions. Uh oh. Is it safe to exchange presents? Oh, I think so. The likelihood that the virus lives, there are studies that show that, it, yes, it does live for a little while on surfaces, that sort of thing. Paper is pretty low, paper, cardboard, so you can put those in the same category. It, it's not going to last very long. I would, I would certainly recommend that you either use hand sanitizer or frequent hand washing just as your part of your normal daily routine. Because, you know, the places that we touch are, are amazing. And the amount of surfaces that we touch in a day are just innumerable. And, and so making sure you keep your hands off your face and clean and washed is the best thing that, that we can do. One of the best things that we can do. And how about exchanging baked goods or other homemade goodies? I think they're okay. Desserts are worth it. I'm all about dessert. I think desserts are worth it. Don't share goodies. Don't share desserts. Don't, you know, don't, here, you want to finish the rest of my pecan pie or, or that sort of thing. I wouldn't recommend that we share food. But certainly anything baked in the oven is going to kill the virus. Be careful, but don't share them, I think. Clean your hands, wash your hands, sanitize your before you go up to the buffet line and start browsing through the food and so that you don't contaminate somebody else's food. Oh, and the other thing we did at that dinner, if we were not eating, we had our masks on. It just leads me to the next question. If we have to travel, mm -hmm. what's the best way to protect ourselves and other people when we travel? Sure. Always, you know, if they're not in your same household, then you need to wear a mask and, you know, carry the little pocket hand sanitizer with you and socially distance. You know, I, I like physically distance because you can still socialize. Socially distance. What the true meaning is, you are appropriately distanced to socialize. So in other words, you're physically distanced, but you can still have social interactions. So if you get on a plane, make sure you wash your hands frequently, you carry hand sanitizer, you wear a facial covering, that sort of thing. Now, the air in an airplane is, is turned over several times an hour while you're flying. And so that's that's one thing. The air and, and the air that you get in an airplane is actually brought in from outside the airplane. It's not just turned over inside the airplane. It's brought in from the engine intakes. And that's what they use to pressurize the cabin as you're flying is also the air that's rammed through the jet engine. It's also used to pressurize the cabin. And so that air is turned over quite frequently while you're flying on the ground, maybe not so much, but, but that's why they leave the doors open as, as best they can. And then traveling in a car, hopefully that's just you and your family members. My son and I were out the other day. He doesn't live with us, this one son, or neither son lives with us, but we wore masks when we were in the car together because I don't live with him. He lives with his wife. And, you know, we live in separate households, but 
we went out and ran some errands together. We briefly, and then, and okay, well, you take your car, I'll take my car. And we just met at the place. One time we rode together and one time we just met at the same place. All right, I'll meet you over here. Then I'll, then, okay, we're done here. Let's go over there. And we just drove separate cars. That's the safest thing to do. So we don't anything need anything like gloves or, or no, wipes or anything like that. I think if you're really worried, sure. I think that's fine. But what are you going to do with those gloves on your hands? Because they're touching things. I guess you can go to the restroom and sanitize the gloves. But I just keep them away from your face. You're not going to get infected if you've got germs on your hands, as long as they stay away from your face. So you should wash your hands before you eat or sanitize. I prefer soap and water. There was a saying that when I was an intern, part of my residency training, uh, one of the surgeons said, the solution to pollution is dilution. So in other words, soap and water. We can kill it, but it doesn't go anywhere. So I just like washing it down the drain. That's just my. Let me give you a little surgeon's hint about, or doctor's hint about, you know, we wash our hands all the time. And most of us don't get dry cracked hands. Now, this year has been a little bit worse, right? So the goal there is to pat your hands dry, not rub your hands dry with the towel or the paper towels. Those paper towels are quite abrasive. So pat your hands dry with the paper towels instead of rubbing your hands dry. It'll save your skin. That's a good tip. Thank you. You bet. I did have a question about since you've been telling us for months to wear masks, I was just wondering, how can you politest way to ask people around you to wear a mask or to cover their nose? So number one, avoid them. So if, if it's, you're in a public situation, I would, I would just avoid it. I do a lot of breath holding anyway when I examine patients because maybe I have coffee breath or haven't had time to brush my teeth, but and certainly masks have made us more aware of our, quote, halitosis, right? That's a fancy word for bad breath. But if I'm around somebody, I'd say, hey, do you mind putting your mask on? Or they see, as, as you approach me, so I'm in my office here. So as somebody approaches me, the first thing I do is, as they come in my office doors, I grab my mask and put my mask on. That's a hint for you to do the same. And if they don't, just say, hey, could you, could you put your mask on? Now, if you're out in public, uh, say at a restaurant, now we've not eaten out since all this began and we haven't missed anything per se, uh, but a lot of people, that's their social outing. They like to get out. I would make sure that you're well distanced from other patrons in the restaurant. And then if somebody, the waitress or waiter is not wearing their mask, say, I need you to put your mask on before you serve me. And if even if it's below their nose, don't be shy. You're not an oddity now. This is well known. And so don't be shy. I mean, just say, hey, can you put your mask on? And if they give you any flack or balk about it, say, I think we're done and walk out of the restaurant. And, you know, so I go to the grocery store and I see a few people that don't have masks on and I avoid them. I'll go down the next aisle at the grocery store and come back around. Maybe they're gone in that aisle or whatever. But, you know, in reality, you're, your brief interaction as you walk by somebody else's face and keep going, don't hang around them. But literally, the likelihood of you catching, unless they're coughing and spewing and sputtering and all that, sneezing and all that stuff, I would avoid that person 
wholeheartedly. But if they're otherwise just not wearing a mask, just walk by them and keep going. I wouldn't stop spending time by them. Well, thank you for that. <laughs> is there anything else you'd like to add? You know, the vaccine is here. We're really excited about that. UMC is supposed to get their vaccine today or tomorrow. And so we need everybody to get vaccinated. We shouldn't have any fear about this vaccine. The science behind the vaccine is very solid. It's very good science. There have been a few reactions, but it looks like those people who have had a few reactions already have an allergic type history to some other things. And so, but it really hasn't been rushed. It's been accelerated, but the science has not been rushed. There's no steps in its approval that have been skipped. And so we should have faith in this vaccine and I strongly encourage everybody to go get vaccinated. Should you get vaccinated, everybody, whether you're vaccinated or haven't been vaccinated, we must continue to wear our mask and physically distance at a social or social interactions and wash our hands. One more holiday season, two, I guess Thanksgiving, maybe three with Valentine's. But so all that to say is we still need to keep up everything that we're doing right so we can get back to normal. That's the whole goal is to get back to normal. But all we had were physical barriers first. Now we have a vaccine. So we're hitting it from both directions. We can't give up the physical barriers just because we got vaccinated. We still have to do both. Well, thank you so much for coming on our podcast and taking some time from your busy day. You bet. To pleasure. Great to see you. Thank you. That's it for this year. Thank you for listening to Get On The Mend. Be safe and stay healthy.